How's it going, players and places? Welcome to the Canon Dispatch. This is episode 7. If you stumbled upon this podcast by accident, I'm super glad to have you. If you came here on purpose, I'm super glad to have you. Either way, it's great. Um, Doing some housekeeping first. So, appreciate all the listening. Appreciate all the shares. Um, I'm trying to make this thing a little more available on different podcast hosting sites like Stitcher and Pocket Casts. So, I'm going to be making that available there if... um, if some of you use that. And I also made a email address that's for this podcast specifically. It's Canon Dispatch Podcast, all normal spelling, at gmail.com. Uh, you, I'll just use that for uh, feedback, any kind of questions, suggestions, or even ideas, and maybe contact info for um, people that you think would be cool to interview i love all that kind of stuff um and also of course we have the i see i keep saying we it just seems more proper to say we but the podcast has an instagram page uh at canon dispatch and yeah that's it um today was a beautiful day again here in pensacola florida it was a little bit cold. It was extremely windy. Um, at probably midday, I went outside and did like a... Well, I use, I use the metric system for all my friends we know out there. It's all the time I've spent in Europe and all the time I plan on spending uh, in Europe in the future, uh, I like to adopt the metric system. Even though I came from... Um, our standard system here in America, the only place that uses that. So I'm still kind of like getting my, I don't know, whereabouts of what, uh, you know, if something says six degrees Celsius, I'm still trying to think, all right, I know it's cold, but like, what is the actual, so I have to do, you know, I have to go and check the Fahrenheit or whatever. Anyway, so I did a seven kilometer ruck with like 20 pounds, 20, 25 pounds. Um, it was easy. It was just a, you know, it was just a walk and like on along a seawall and then, um, some trails and then through like this wooded part and there's like a little swamp. Uh, it was really great. And just a, like a simple walk like that with extra weight, man, you feel amazing afterwards. So I like, uh, I think I mentioned it in the last podcast and I'm probably going to do uh, a separate episode on uh, things I took out of this book, but I'm going to mention it again, and I feel like a, some sort of like cult or something that I'm trying to promote this this book, but uh, this guy, it's called The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter, and he talks, uh, you know, again, a lot about how everything's awesome, but it seems to not be working out for us humans on a micro at a macro level well and then he talks about all these things that you know maybe we can make changes in our lives to to like challenge ourselves more or whatever anyway what was one portion where he talks about um rucking uh for those of you that aren't familiar with rucking it's basically putting a you know amount of weight in a backpack and then just walking and that's it you know so there's a lot more um, 
science and things that he goes into in the book. But if you think about it, like humans, one of the unique things that we have as far as our physiology goes is like the ability to carry things. And yes, like other animals carry things. But if you think about it, um, maybe, maybe other primates and of course, like you know, other mammals. Again, I'm not like a biologist, so take, you know, you take my word for it or not, you know, look at yourself. But anyway, one thing that that's made us uh, what we are and where we are is the ability to carry stuff like over long distance. And um, I don't know. Anyway, it's just good for the body and it's very simple. It's low impact. Literally, you just put on extra weight and walk. That's it. And you feel great afterwards. All right, getting into the podcast episode. So um, I've had this idea for a long, for, for a while that talking about like the gray area of things. Um, and then like the older I became, I realized that things were no longer always either one way or another, black and white, whatever, that decisions are harder to make for a lot of things, most things in life. And it's, it's difficult to categorize these things. You know, um, we essentially as individuals are not easily able to be categorized. And yet we pretend like we are. We put ourselves in, in all sorts of types of groups because we want to identify and we want to belong. And again, I think there is a function for that. Um, because, you know, back in the day, if you found yourself in a group of people and then for some reason, if you didn't act a certain way that was like conforming to the rules of the group, then you were out of that group. And then being out of a group means that you probably going to die, right? Because you relied on each other to survive. So like evolutionarily speaking, um, that's why we crave um approval from people that we might not even care about so and essentially that sort of idea doesn't there's no place really for i mean there there is a place for it but for as as much maybe anxiety as we can have over that there's really not a place for anymore like you know we don't have that you know if i'm out of this group then uh, i'm possibly gonna die and it's not gonna it's not gonna happen now you can just find another group or be by yourself or whatever and you're not going to be uh having any kind of like that kind of like like life-threatening trouble um i think it, and in speaking on you know trying to easily categorize things like for instance this podcast was it was hard to decide where it belonged because i like talking about music and i like talking about like you know, lifestyle, like in the sense of like, how can we like improve our health and, you know, improve these things. And then, um, I like writing and I like travel, whatever. So I chose society and culture because for me, it mostly fits. And that's my big, um, I think my reason for this podcast is to show people that these differences that make up individuals is what's great about life and then also you know we have a lot of differences but also we have a lot of similarities it might be it, it might look different but there's a lot of similarities between us all and we concentrate too much 
on these differences and rather than trying to let things go whenever things should be let go like you don't have to have an opinion about everything or whatever like people decide to have an opinion about stuff especially when, uh, from the shield of like social media and stuff like that people turn into somebody that they are not and these it's these gray areas that make up like that that's in that space between how we interact with each other that's supposed to be great and we're gonna have differences and we're gonna have disagreements but if we realize that there are these differences then i think it, when you start off from the fact that there's these differences then you're already ready to try to understand where somebody's coming from you know it's not going to be the case all the time but i think it's it's the case a lot of the times you know, um, I think it's accurate that everything sort of blends in uh, into one another, like these pieces of our life and, 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 and then these different functions of society, you know. And even as individuals, after all, we're, we have only one body, you know, we have our body, we have one brain, and in that brain we have our mind, and then we have our heart, you know, the metaphysical heart, and... You know, everything we've ever experienced and everything that we will ever experience comes from the perspective of this brain and this body. We have memories that affect our emotions, which are controlled by hormones, which have the ability to be altered by repetitive action. You know, we can stop something from doing because we can say, this isn't good for me, I'm going to stop, All right? And then when you do that over a long period of time, it's going to change. And all this, of course is very confusing and honestly it's i mean we know it's impossible to know everything and you know a lot of this binary thinking comes from how our parents raised us comes from um upbringing in school friends and just you know how these people saw the world and then how they influenced us but we have no perspective of time when we're young you know these years seem infinite but now as we get older we realize years fly by and we have this awareness as we get older that we are uncoupling from our learned and guided selves as when we're younger because we're learning and then we go into this phase of unlearning and then now learning new things that we want to know and it comes from what we observe it comes from our experience and you know we make mistakes it sets us back or we have successes that propel us further forward and every one of us as individuals have our own path and it's this, it it looks similar you know and uh, what makes it i guess more complex is that we view everyone through a lens but that lens is us it's our lens we built that lens and there's there's little objectivity you know of course we know that yeah, it's, you shouldn't kill somebody. Okay, right. You know, there's that's an objective. But like, you know, what if like from the point of view point of view of somebody in the military, they're, you know, they go deploy overseas or whatever it is, and they're and then they're told like this is what they have to do. You know, so like their perspective there is 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 changed. You know, it's different from somebody else's, and this makes everything complex and gray. So, like the singular, from the singular perspective uh, of a human, we go to school, right, and we get basic knowledge and a lot of things that, in that way, is like a baseline of what we need to know 
to attempt to make it in the world. We go, you know, all, all the basic geography, you know, algebra, sciences, whatever. It's supposed to give us a good baseline. And if you think about it, even from like 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 75 years ago, the modern uh, person knows more than those would have known because the world knows more than than we knew in, in the past. Um, some people are super successful in school and like do really well socially, academically, in sports and music, and yet others don't do so well. I think it's most probably mostly right to say that most excel in one area and then they're you know maybe average or lower below average in other areas. But the purpose of school again is just to give us a baseline, and we see successful people, you know, like but what is what is that? What is success? Right? It's determined by you yourself, but I mean, other people can look at somebody else and say, oh, wow, that person's successful, right? Everybody has that sort of uh, opinion of people. But sometimes from the outside, we never see what exactly it took for those people to get where they are. We only see the results, right? You only see the outside. You don't see all the hours of work, the missed life events, uh, failed projects, debt, bankruptcy, divorce, you know, bad relationships, ended friendships, just to get where they are. And even now, a lot of those people can be just scraping by. And all of this is to say that things that make us human, this condition is much more complex than we even know. So kind of to zoom out a little bit, if the human condition is at this micro level, then cultures and populaces are the macro version of the human element. And if a single human is that complex, imagine the complexities of a whole society. And even if you pan out further than that, you have different trends for different cultures and different parts of the world all throughout time. When you realize this and then one person can't possibly know how everything works so much as to have all the right answers and then you know i don't know for me it gives me pause we can wrap our heads around the idea that it's impossible to know everything that most people are trying to trying hard to make it and you know sprinkled in there here and there are some real assholes uh that make things worse but there are also some really amazing people you know um and going back to when I was trying to categorize this podcast, some things just can't be categorized. And it's my thought and my desire to make um, this a place where I can explore the human condition in my own way and then share it. You know, there's this portion where I talk about music and drums, which is the creative outlet that I have found to be very important in my life. And then sometimes... I talk about wellness, which, by the way, I don't like that word. I need to try to find something else. I, that's why I wrote, like, better living. I don't know. I don't like to sound pretentious with it. Um, but that goes into what I said at the beginning, that, you know, our body is the only one we're going to ever have. So if we don't take care of it, then, you know, our ailments and illness and disease, those things which are inevitable will take over. So, you know, those things are automatic. And even if you do a thousand push-ups every waking hour, you know, you, something could happen and it could it could keep you from doing that, you know? It's like the myth of uh, Sisyphus, the Albert Camus story, where that guy's just pushing a boulder up a hill forever and ever, amen. 
and that's it, right? That's all he does. So when he just get, once he gets to the top of the hill, it rolls to the bottom, and then he pushes it right back up. You know, we can find meaning in the things, and but that meaning is ours alone. It doesn't need to be, you know, announced from any kind of rooftop. No one else has to subscribe to it. You know, it's yours. And you will paint with broad strokes this meaning that you have over everything you do because it gives you life. It gives you purpose. Or, or in Italian, ragione di vivere. And you have many values and you will these values will shift throughout your life and then you'll make mistakes and then this broad stroke that you're painting your life with uh, begins to mix with other colors and other experiences and then those colors start to blend and if there was a timeline like a time lapse of of all these things you do in your life and you can attribute to colors uh, to all these things that you do you'd see that in certain periods of your life you did things one way but then when you matured you grew out of it and then you did it differently and when you mix these past colors they're now like they create a different hue in the present time and then after a while you'll see that the mixture of all these colors creates like a gray tone like uh, I was talking with my friend the other day about painting but that's the thing if you if those of you who've ever painted you know and I don't paint so I don't pretend to know but I do know this that when you start mixing all these colors up, it creates gray. Gray sometimes is like, people say gray is like something that's banal and pedestrian and sort of devoid of life. But in fact, there's, that's like the most of life is gray, right? That these things that make you up are all these different experiences and all these things. And it creates um, a lot of complexity and a lot of beauty, you know? Um, it's like, I don't know, imagine a square, you know, four corners, and then like somebody keeps adding a, uh, an angle between each of those corners. And then, and then now there's eight, and then now they're gonna, they're gonna put more corners between those, right? And then there's 16. And if you keep going with that, and you zoom out that shape that was once a square is now going to look circular because of all these different points. So there's gray area all around us and most of the time it's hard to detect. You know, if something makes you scratch your head and contemplate and then answer, it's like, it's not easy, that's, that's gray. We can't always expect for answers to be easy and it takes understanding and to make those kind of choices especially when it involves another person and sometimes it takes you to step up and step out and be the biggest person in the room to be bold and strong and you know to make the decision and then you know carry on with it and then carry people on your back but then other times you're there to support another person who does that you know anybody who's like worked in teams or like in families um you know disagreement is another great area I think disagreement's huge, like for this whole gray area concept, or it's important for disagreement to happen. Uh, I, thoughtful disagreement is always welcome because this means the right answer will eventually emerge. And, you know, it may not emerge today, you may not get somebody agreeing with you, or you may not agree with somebody else, but, you know, it's eventually something good is going to come that 
you know, if an answer was born out of this difference between two opposing arguments, this yin and yang, black and white, you know, Tabasco and milk, then um, especially when we're talking about like a team setting, it's going to be helpful for the team. But not always everybody's going to agree. What makes you unique are these things that define you. And maybe this is like a already like a meta commentary, I don't know, on this episode seven, but it made me think that these things are important and they're unique and they give perspective and they help us to understand and appreciate the world we live in and the people that we live with. Uh, I was thinking about um, last episode we talked about uh, music, you know, and a lot of modern music, it sounds like it was created out of a computer. You know, it just, it's very, it's like perfect. Everything you hear, it's perfect. Everything can fit into a box. And whereas I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't like any of that because it's not true, but it always seems like it's missing something, you know, and it's like when things are raw versus when things are polished, like there's, there's a difference there, you know, and also when things are that polished, there's a lot of work that goes into that. So as a person and you hear it, you're thinking, oh my God, like, like this, listen, this, this thing's like perfect, you know? And then you might see that same type of concept with like an Instagram influencer or anything. And you'll see, oh man, look at them. They got it there. They got everything together. And like, I don't, you know, like what's, what's the matter with me? You know, there was a, when I was back in the day trying to play guitar uh, I think I came across this thing. It was like, you can't see, I can't look at Jimmy Page and get the guitarist for Led Zeppelin. And like, I'm trying to learn guitar and I'm like, oh man, like he's so amazing. I'm terrible. Well, he's been playing guitar for a thousand years. Of course he's going to be good, you know? So we can't, we tend to compare our like worst selves with everybody's best self. And that's not... <laughs> It's not cool for yourself. Um, the I guess the the bluff uh, with the bottom line up front that I should have said is like we need to try to embrace complexity within ourselves and then know that all this complexity makes up everybody around us. Um, we can't help but want to simplify things, and we can simplify uh, simplify when we can, but it's that function which has helped our species to continue like throughout life right like whenever we simplify like we can see something like i shouldn't do this because it's dangerous or i shouldn't trust this person because for whatever reason but sometimes we're wrong you know we make judgments our brain makes snap uh, judgments and you know tries to asher uh asher ascertain information quickly to keep us safe you know and this still has a function in our world, but there are a lot of more elements to modern life than they are in the past. You know, back in the past, it was like, all right, I need to survive. I need to get food. I need to get out of the uh, elements to get, you know, to keep myself safe and to not be in rain or whatever, right? Like, and that was it. And the next day you wake up and you're getting food, trying to survive. That was what it is. But now it's like 401k. And then where am I going to send my, send my kids to school? And then... Uh, what about my career? And then I need to do this. I need to worry about, you know, walking for my, you know, physical and mental health. I need to eat this and I need to have organic this and I need to keep 
they didn't deal with all that stuff, you know? So, you know, as the world grew more complex, more gray areas pop up everywhere. I think uh, I got into, and I get into a fault of like trying to optimize and live life as, as like all the scientists and the philosophers and all these people think it should. But, you know, if you spend your time optimizing all the time, then you really don't feel like you're living. You just feel like you're trying to optimize. And then the constant there is time time keeps going and then while you're busy trying to like measure everything in your life you run out of minutes and then you know i don't know trying to optimize and and trying to keep up you know as they say keep up with the joneses and everything it takes the uniqueness out of you and it and out of life so uh embrace the gray and embrace these complexities realize that there's complexity and it's going to be everywhere and you can do your best to understand everybody and to understand the world around but you're not always going to know everything and not everything's going to always make sense and uh i suspect i'll be talking about this gray area a lot because it's always something that has intrigued me and that's it i hope you're all well uh you know um continue doing things that are good for you, that are good for, for others, and um, treat each other well, and, you know, do the best we can. There's great all around us, so do our best to, uh, to understand that. And that's it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.